The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to Business Talk Radio, where we take business to the next level. Welcome back, everyone. I am your host, Arthur Schaefer, and I'm back again with another amazing, amazing guest that's going to be joining us shortly. We have Steven Zelkowitz, who is an attorney and managing partner at Spiritus Law. I know you guys are familiar with Marbit Lewis. Uh, she was supposed to be on with us today, but unfortunately, she won't be. But we do have Steven Zelkowitz, who is just as amazing. And without further ado, let's bring him right out. Stephen, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Arthur. It's a beautiful day here in South Florida. <laughs> awesome. So, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Well, thank you very much, and I, I appreciate that. So, um, I'm originally from, from New York, New York City. I grew up in New Jersey. I practiced law in New York for a number of years before moving down to Florida 25 years ago. I was with a, a law firm, Lord Day and Lord. Um, started in the early 1800s. And ever since then, up until now, my main practice is transactional work and financial services. So what does that mean? So what that means is basically I help businesses when they want to start a new business. I help businesses when they want to buy property, build a building, buy a building, sell a building, any type of building, get financing for that building, loans, equity and the like from institutions and from private lenders and I've been doing that for a long time. I also have a specialty where I represent both governments and private parties in transactions together. Those are known as public-private partnerships and those are used to build sort of large-scale projects such as stadiums, bridges, tunnels and the like. So for example down here in Miami I represented American Airlines when they built the $3 billion North Terminal at Miami International Airport, which is over a mile long. It's huge. So those are the types of things that I do and have been doing over the years. Wow. And you also are really um, you know, focused in on the hospitality industry. Can you kind of talk about that? Yeah, well, I appreciate you, you bringing that up because... That's one of the main reasons why I'm here at Spiritus Law. Um, Spiritus Law is, a, is a, a boutique law firm here in Coral Gables, Florida, and they have a, a focused specialty. And, and Marbet and her husband, Rob, um, who I met 15 years ago, we used to be partners together at a, at a former firm. Um, they have a, a specialty in the hospitality law industry, and it's, it's, a, it's a regulatory and, and business law practice where they're engaged um, in legal services to these highly regulated industries in the areas of alcohol and tobacco law, as I said, hospitality. And so basically they're, they're involved in receiving and, and the permits and the licenses necessary to operate the, the hotels and the restaurants. And so when, when Rob and Marbet and I worked together, they would they would provide those legal services, and then I would bring in the real estate and the financing so that we were a one-stop shop for those um, hotels and restaurants here in, in Miami and, and elsewhere that were developing their properties 
here and on Miami Beach. So it's, it's a practice that basically provides the hospitality industry, and hospitality runs the gamut. I mean, when you want to develop a hotel, I mean, you're looking at perhaps buying a piece of land, um, you know, engaging design professionals to design the hotel, um, construction companies to build the hotel, financing for the hotel, and then, of course, all your regulatory and permitting work. And then once you're operational, uh, that continues with the restaurants and the bars and all the different services that hotels offer, such as spas and beach services. So the hospitality industry is a huge industry, obviously, in Miami, Florida. Um, It's one of those businesses that bring people here, that provide services here, provide employment here, and keep this keep this beautiful city running and growing um, for years to come. Wow. And I know that the hospitality industry has been hit really hard because of COVID. What does that mean for your law firm? Um, it means a lot of things. Um, it means that, you know, perhaps there aren't as many people who are opening hotels at the moment or opening restaurants, but it means that we're here to help those hotels and those restaurants who are hit hard by the pandemic to navigate what has become a uh, myriad of regulatory barriers and obstacles to opening and continuing to operate during the pandemic. For example, um, there were many regulations that limited the number of people that you could have in your establishment, limited your hours of operation, and in some cases, limited you to outdoor dining only. And that was during the summer. And if you can imagine what it was like to have to only be able to sit outside at a restaurant in South Florida in the summertime, um, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best. But what's happening now is that the regulations are starting to relax and get back to normal. But that, that doesn't mean that everything is back to normal in the hospitality industry. What it means is, is that we're hopefully on the road to recovery because those nine months, let's say, that those restaurants and hotels were at, you know, 10% occupancy or 20% or, or 50% if they were lucky, um, really ate into their uh, revenue and their bottom line, of course. And when it comes to these, you know, hotels, and, and I'm sure you all are familiar with, with, you know, South Beach and these high-rise hotels with 500, 600 rooms. I mean, obviously, they were built using, um, you know, uh, loans from institutions and, and the like, and they're highly leveraged. And when you can't make your debt service payments, you're running into issues with potential foreclosures and the inability to continue to pay your, 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 you know, your staff um, to operate. So what's happening is, and what we're able to do is, again, help. And we're able to help those restaurants and help those hotels in resolving the issues with their lenders and resolving their labor issues with their staff, helping them obtain government assistance with the PPP and the Main Street loans, which we've done for a number of hotels already. Um, And so, you know, we're able to sit down with the lenders, work out what, what are called forbearance agreements, which basically say, 
you know, if you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna foreclose on you. You know, you're gonna you're gonna give us you know as much as you can during the pandemic. You know, we're not gonna charge you late fees or default interest, um, and we're gonna work with you because you know the bottom line is it doesn't do the 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 bank or the lender any better to own a hotel that is is running at 20 or 30 or 50 percent occupancy. What they much rather do is allow the owner to continue to operate um, and get as much debt service paid as possible and perhaps extend the term of the loan um, and, and give as much opportunity to help the owners recover from what is clearly, and, and, you know, you hear this all the time, you know, unprecedented events that have occurred over the last year. Um, so that's, that's the way that we are situated and positioning ourselves within the hospitality market at the moment. We're also working with the regulatory agencies to craft um, programs to assist local businesses with financial assistance. Um, through governmental agencies such as community redevelopment agencies. Um, and we're also working with the, the governments themselves to craft regulations that, you know, will protect the general public, hopefully, as much as possible from the spread of COVID, but at the same time allowing businesses to operate um, and recover so that we can hopefully regrow the economy back to where it was before the pandemic struck. Mm. Wow. And I can't wait to come back to continue this conversation because it's just starting to get juicier. Um, But we do have to go on commercial break. So for everyone tuning in, stay tuned. I'm speaking to Stephen Zelkowitz, and he is an attorney and managing partner at Spiritus Law. Once again, stay tuned. Do not move. 7.7 billion people on Earth today. 40% of these people are under the age of 25. Young adults are the most fertile mission field in the world today. In scripture, we see Jesus pouring his life into 12 young adults who he equipped to change the world and all of history. Like Jesus, we believe that the best approach to reach the world with the gospel is to invest in young emerging leaders and equip them to build disciple-making movements. Concentric is the notion of surrounding and sharing a common center. Our center is the model and strategy of Jesus for both leadership development and ministry formation. As a global alliance, we provide equipping in biblical leadership based on Jesus' example in the New Testament. Jesus modeled for us how to make disciples that reproduce. Focusing on leadership development is key to creating movements that spread the gospel and Jesus' disciple-making strategy to young leaders around the globe. Our Ministry Alliance partners are actively equipping leaders and building movements of multiplication that reproduce the life of Christ. Join us today to equip young leaders with Jesus' strategy that will change cities and nations. Academy Sedan and Limo is a full-service transportation company serving the Philadelphia metropolitan area with full knowledge of the New York City, Baltimore, and Washington, D.C. areas. We pride ourselves on being the most dependable, conscientious company in the industry. Our always-on-time service and dependable pricing make us the company to call for any event or occasion. Our vehicles 
can accommodate any size party for any occasion. Our vehicles range from four-door sedans to SUVs to minivans to limo buses to full-size tour buses and can accommodate groups of two to 100. We offer airport shuttle service or over-the-road service without limitation regarding mileage or time. And no drive is too long or too far. So if you find yourself in need of transportation of any type with any vehicle, give us a call at 610-842-4564 and let us show you what a real transportation company can do for you. Use code ACADEMY2020 to receive 20% off your first three rides, including parking and toll. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to Business Talk Radio, where we take business to the next level. Welcome back, everyone. Once again, I am your host, Arthur Schaefer, and we are back with Steven Zelkowitz. As I've mentioned before, he is an attorney, a managing partner at Spiritus Law. And without further ado, let's bring him right back out. Steven, how are you doing once again? I'm fantastic, Arthur. Thank you very much for asking. I'm down here in, in Miami, Florida. Um, it's a beautiful day, mid-70s, no humidity. Beautiful day to be out there on a golf course. <laughs> wow. So uh, we were talking about uh, the hospitality industry and how they've been hit the hardest because of COVID. Um, can we talk a little bit about business transactions and financial services that you guys are offering to those businesses? Certainly. So, you know, so the, the business and the financial services representation that we offer to the hospitality industry is, is a wide range of services. Um, and this is everything from, uh, you know, purchasing, developing, um, and running hotels, you know, all the agreements, all the um, transactional work that it would take if someone wanted to buy a hotel um, for themselves, as well as if they were financing that purchase um, and, and getting a loan to do that, either through an institution or, you know, personal or private equity funds um, to do so. So, you know, as we know, I mean, Miami is, is a mecca for vacationing folks from everywhere on the globe. Everyone seems to want to come to Miami now. So the hospitality industry, uh, you know, aside from the cruise industry, you know, the seaport, the airport, is probably the largest employment sector in Miami-Dade County. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a uh, hospitality-driven economy here for the most part. So, yes, we're hit very hard. And, and as I always saying, I've been down here in Miami for over 25 years. I mean, Miami seems to be hit hardest by these types of, you know, um, economic downturns. You know, the last recession we had back in 2007, which was the worst ever with the um, bank failures and, you know, condominium buildings that were going, you know, dark. You know, but Miami, for whatever reason, seems to come out of these economic downturns first and foremost um, before other cities across our great country. Mm -hmm. And comes back, it seems, stronger. Um, the development I've seen here, um, even during the pandemic, to me, is just, uh, I mean, astounding. I mean, the construction projects continue. Um, 
condominium towers, mixed-use projects, and even hotels um, at different levels. I mean, because people just seem to still want to come to Miami. Um, And Florida is open for business, and this will continue. And I have every expectation, and I'm very bullish on, on Florida in general and Miami in particular, that the economy and the hospitality industry will recover and will fully recover. It may take some time. I mean, no one knows whether right now I think we're sort of at a trickle, you know, but the faucet is being turned on again, and at some point, you know, it's going to be a downpour. And, um, you know, us here at Spiritus, you know, we're ready for it at at whatever sort of, um, you know, aspect is needed by the industry. We're very nimble. We're very pivotal, pivotal when it comes to our ability to assist the hospitality industry with business and transactional matters, financial services, as well as the regulatory work that we do. That, that's amazing. You know, you guys are, you know, at ground zero where all the chaos is happening and you are helping people, you know, reestablish their brands, their businesses and keeping them alive. And like you said, uh, Florida's really hit the hardest amongst the other states. And you guys have a lot on your plate, but you guys are absolutely resilient. Um, can you talk about, you know, public-private partnerships? Yeah, public-private partnerships are, are something that, you know, have been around for, for years, um, even decades, and, and people never really had this sort of name associated with it. So anytime the government and the private sector get together, to work on a project, it's a public-private partnership. So these these transactions and development projects range in, in anything from just basic, you know, grassroots level assistance, providing grants and loans to local businesses, uh, mom and pop type shops, to large scale, um, you know, infrastructure projects, um, including you know bridges highways, um, and now even buildings. I mean, for example, in Miami-Dade County, they wanted to build a new courthouse building and do it as a public-private partnership. And so what does that mean? That means that uh, a private company basically is contracting with the government to design, build, operate, and maintain some sort of asset on behalf of the government. In this case, it would be a courthouse. And so where's the revenue stream to basically support that? You're looking at a parking garage that will charge money. You're looking at court filing fees that support the debt service to pay back bonds that are going to be issued to finance a $600 million project. So Florida actually is, is very much at the cutting edge of public-private partnerships, also known as P3, public-private partnerships. So you got the three P's, it's P3. And there's statutes that have been adopted by the state legislature that allow the government more freedom in contracting with private parties because, as you know, um, you know, procurement of services, goods and services by the government is typically done on a competitive process. Um, You'll have a sort of bid document, um, and the private parties will bid, and who's ever the lowest responsible bidder gets the job. 
Well, in this case, the government said, you know, we don't have all the answers. And while we all always look to the government to provide for us and take care of us, sometimes the private sector can do that better. They can do it more efficiently and more economically. So when a private company comes up, let's say, with an idea of how to do that and approaches the government, instead of then the government having to say, that's a great idea, we're going to bid it out and see who else can do it for us as opposed to you doing it, the law in Florida gives that entity the opportunity first and foremost to then do the project with the government. So it's led to a lot of innovations. It's led to a lot of projects. And, it, and it's put Florida at the forefront of the P3 um, industry. Mm. So some of the projects that I've worked on include mixed-use projects where a developer will come to a, a city or a community redevelopment agency and propose affordable housing. They'll propose parking garages that include condominiums and retail uses um, that will also include let's say, a new city hall or a new police station or both um, for that particular government entity. I'm working on, in North Miami right now, a $100 million downtown redevelopment that's being done as a public-private partnership. And that will include a new city hall, a new police station, as well as public parking, as well as mixed-use retail, commercial office, and, of course, residential, including affordable and workforce housing for folks like our first responders. Wow. That's that's amazing. And I, I'd love to continue, you know, conversing with you and talking with you, but we're kind of out of time here. How can my audience, you know, get in touch with you and the services that you provide? Well, it's very easy. I mean, First of all, you can Google the firm. The law firm is named Spirit Us Law, S-P-I-R-I-T-U-S Law, Spiritus. Um, that derives, I feel, from you know our initial work in the alcohol beverage industry, but it also is a reflection of the spirit of us and what we do and what we do for our clients and for the community in general. So Spiritus Law. Google it. You'll come to our website, and then you can contact us directly. Awesome. Once again, thank you for coming on and having this conversation. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciated it and look forward to our next, our next time. Thank <laughs> you so much, Arthur. My pleasure. And for everyone else, do stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to Business Talk Radio, where we take business to the next level. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately... So does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. 
The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. <laughs> 